creeps i'm your dude who bartends on occasion and decides to track down my old friend because it seems as if she's in the middle of the woods jensen harper (laughs) shit i i don't know why i wasn't prepared with who i'm gonna be (laughs) i guess i'm just a a severed butt cheek today that's gonna be sold for like fifty thousand dollars Exactly, dude. Yes. Always with the inanimate objects, Courtney. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only time I can be not a person. Right. Yeah. You could take the mask off and just (laughs) be who who you really want to be. A severed butt cheek. Thank you. Exactly. Yes. And I don't blame you at all. So, yeah. Who the hell are we? We are the Fright Crew. We are. Still for a little while longer. For a little while longer, still holding on, still clawing on to the old <laughs> chains of yeah podcasting. So we're still here. Jensen Court. Jensen Court, the podcasters. You heard it here. Um, what did you were like for anyone who missed our first off? Yeah, I guess maybe they skipped over last week's episode. Uh, we are officially calling it quits, other than these last four episodes. Um, we're just doing like our personal favorites. And like ones that we never really were able to fit in throughout the rest of the, you know, episodes and themes and everything. Uh, So we're going to alternate back and forth, starting with Courtney. Courtney, what did you pull out of the body bag, dude? Holy shit. I pulled out fresh from 2022. Yes. And I'm excited to hear some stuff. I mean, not really trivia stuff. Like I I was going to say, um, it's funny because last week with our little announcement episode, we kind of talked about how part of it that we didn't really enjoy was like doing the homework, like the trivia. I love mm-hmm. doing a nice little deep dive on, you know, our, our sirs like David Cronenberg, sir, David Cronenberg, yeah. David Lynch and all that. But um, I just thought I texted you and I was like, dude, why not? Let's just fucking relax. Enjoy these last four episodes and just talk about the movies. I, I don't have any issues with taking the notes. Um, so let's just be loosey goosey. Exactly. Keep it loosey goosey around here. So we're going to skip the brains portion and just get right into the old heart and everything. But, you know, before that, um, I'll give a quick little gush before you can give your gush because this is your pick. Um, so we'll kind of save the best for last. For me, this is definitely a, a high point of 2022 horror films. Uh, super sad that it didn't get a theatrical release. That's always a bummer when that happens because it definitely deserved it. I think it would have been that much better on the big screen Mm -hmm. with a theatrical trailer. And, you know, I mean, not a lot of people outside of the horror community know this movie. Um, If it would have gone to theaters, it would have been an interesting thing to hear from like my parents and be like, Hey, that fresh movie looks pretty interesting. Yeah. Yep. So it's kind of a bummer. It didn't get that, but still, I feel like it kind of blew up in the horror genre last year. You know, all of us kind of just were like, hell yeah, this rules. So that's kind of my gush. I'm definitely on that bandwagon. Let's hear yours. Why did you, out of all things to pick, I was curious about this when I, you know, when we talked earlier on the the discussion of why we're ending, I was definitely curious as to like, out of everything you could have picked to kind of be done with the podcast, 
why why fresh and this is not a shame at all i'm just i'm literally (laughs) curious yeah yeah i i don't know like it just was something that popped into my brain immediately because i love this movie so much Mm -hmm. and it was my number one pick of 2022 when we did that um like our top picks of of was that it year. really? Just, yeah, and this I'm was just my number one. Okay, okay. Uh, you're not an idiot, Jackson. You're just dumb. <laughs> but... God. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, because I remember I um, we were talking about uh, like if we thought our number ones were going to be the same or whatever. And I was like, I don't mm. think yours is going to be the same. I was like, you're actually right. going to be pretty surprised when you hear what mine is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, just because I, I went into it blind. Um, okay. Like I had no idea what it was about. Yeah. Um, I remember you had seen it before me um, and like you briefly talked about it. You didn't give me any spoilers or anything. And um, you had said that you enjoyed it. And then I think my sister's boyfriend had brought it up and he was like, did you see that fucking movie fresh? He's like, that was insane. And I was like, I really <laughs> need to watch it. Like I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, right. So I just like threw it on one night randomly and it was phenomenal. I think I, yeah, gave it a five out of five. I love it. Um, it's actually probably in my like top 10 of all time. Wow. I would say. Okay. I know. I just, there's just something about it. I love it. Um, How many times have you like given it a rewatch? Um, I this watching it again today was the third time. Okay. That's yeah. For you, yeah. that's pretty big. Dude. <laughs> yep. Yes. And you know, for it being yeah. a two hour movie also. True. True. Yes. Um, but yeah, I just love a female director. I uh, yep. love these good for her films. Right, um, right. And true, I true. think the like the plot and the storyline was um like actually really original. And it is, yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't get already we are we already don't get a lot of cannibal films. Like obviously yeah. people who have either heard about this movie or know anything about it know it's a cannibal movie, technically. Um and and it's just the way that it's played out, right? It's very unique and it's and it's playful it's it's got Mm -hmm. some funny bits um it's not it is a gross movie right but especially if cannibalism is your like no thank you kind of person thing um if that's what you're not into this is not a movie for you but i'm saying like it definitely isn't played off as other cannibal movies like like i think raw as a cannibal movie is a little more disgusting to me yeah because oh, yeah. of the way that it's shot and the way that it's portrayed. And it's a lot more like body horror that one is. Yeah. Yeah. Like this yeah. one, there are the gross parts and like it's also what you don't see. Yeah, exactly. So like you use like your brain, like trying to visualize like with the other girls and stuff that are in the other rooms that she talks to. Yep. Um, yep. like you don't know what their situation is, like what they look like. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's a cool part of it too. Definitely. But there are like the nasty parts when they like when she like actually eats the oh yeah yeah the and human just meatball. all the clothes yeah human meatball dude stays not stay spooky stay that's what meatball. I should have been I should have <laughs> yeah. been a human meatball. the human meatball yes <laughs> um yeah there's a lot of gross mouth sounds if you're not a sound person oh, this is God. not the movie for you dude for I'm sure. not a freaking mouth sound person <laughs> I survived it it's True, not yeah. pleasant. That is true, dude. That's crazy that you got through it. So, well, fuck. I mean, definitely. I think it's going to be a fun discussion, especially just getting right into the movie. So we may as well just get right into the heart, right? Yep. Sweet. All right. Well, 
The movie opens up with our main character, Noah, sitting in her car, swiping left on Tinder or whatever. You know, it's not exactly Tinder, but it's whatever. Um, and is that the way left means no, you're not into people, right? Uh, it- I believe so. Yeah, because I think swipe right is like, right. you know, it's like yeah. a connection. Okay, so yeah, so I've been left. Um, her breast, her best friend that comes later, breast friend, um, her best friend, <laughs> Mo- Molly calls her and turns out, uh, Noah is on a date and the dude is like late. Of course, this dude is wearing a scarf and talking about food that he loves. And he's just being really pretentious. He also starts talking about how women these days suck and don't wear things like dresses and stuff. <laughs> we'll get to it, Courtney. Cause I know you got stuff to say about this guy. Um, yes, I he, sure he, do. <laughs> he then also asks if she has cash to pay for her own dinner. He also said that says that he's going to take her leftovers and then is incredibly rude to the waitress who gives him <laughs> a look um, as they oh. leave. <laughs> it's so wild. As they leave the restaurant, Noah tells him that she's not actually very interested in him and he calls her a stuck up bitch and wishes her good luck finding a man. Um, so I feel like upfront putting this on display, they kind of put this guy out there because he's so gosh darn awful it's kind of a conglomeration of terrible dates for women. I feel like this is like basically Courtney. All I these... have been on a date as bad as that. Damn. I was going to say, Oh yeah. That you've been on dates that maybe one of these attributes, like shitty to the waiter or waitress, uh, just makes you pay for your own dinner, like things like that, but like it's broken up, but okay. You've been on a date such as this. Oh, That's yes. Incredibly shitty. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Actually more than one. Um, oh, and then, man. of course, like ones that are shitty and like just one of those ways. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Dating is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I swear. So that's why this movie's so funny um, because it's so accurate. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it is I so get accurate. that. Yeah. It's it's a pretty rough um, estimate of, you know, like what typical straight women go through i'm sure especially Mm -hmm. with dating online and stuff it's probably fucking terrible like literally the next scene where she gets a dick pic basically unsolicited um it's just so typical for women i'm sure and and just people in general it sucks man so um there also before that scene there's also a nice little fake out um where she's getting to her car and it seems like a dude is going to attack her so we're just kind of throwing it all out there because these are all fears that women have, you know, it's kind of funny mm-hmm. that with the keys in between her fingers. Yep. Yeah. She's ready, dude. It's, it's a defense for sure, man. And that actually comes into play way later at the end of the movie. So, um, so Noah and Molly go hit the bags for a bit and talk about how terrible her date was, which I feel is also incredibly intentional because to me, like hitting the bags like that is looked at as like a man's workout or like a man's sport, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. at least that's how I've always you know, that's how it's portrayed, like boxing and stuff. But to see like women do it intentionally and it's like a group of women just seems cool. It's a very like progressive film. Um, and and there is a certain point, like, do you ever feel like it hits you over the head with it a little bit? Or obviously not. If it's a five out of five film for you, then probably not. But like, I don't I don't think so either. I was just asking you. Um, they do put it, you know, Mimi Cave is the director, I believe. Right. Mimi mm-hmm. Cave is her name. Yep. They do put it on, she does put it on full display, like what her intentions are, but I don't think it ever really, unless you're super sensitive, if you're, it's funny, if you're that kind of guy, like in the beginning, then yes, you're going to be offended by this, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. if you can open up your brain and fucking think for a second that, you know, women go through this shit, then yeah, you'll be like, yeah, this is a good portrayal of it. Or like, it's, it's very out there, 
Like it's it's pushing. And the in. guys who don't think it's an accurate portrayal are the ones that act like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, during that scene with uh, where she gets the unsolicited dick pic, Noah is also putting a Cheeto puff in her mouth, and there's already like you know intentions of food and mouth stuff, and it's mm-hmm. you know she's eating just there's a lot of mouth stuff, dude. There's a lot of people eating throughout the film, so. Uh, Noah decides to go grocery shopping at night. Never a good idea, but she still goes. This is when she meets Steve. So he brings up the cotton candy grapes to her. Kind of a cute little introduction. And I wanted to ask you. So I know a lot of people think that Sebastian Stan is like super duper attractive, especially after like this movie. And I do not. You do not. Mm -mm. Okay. He's not my, not my type of guy. He's He's an attractive man. Yes. Like from like, any standpoint conventionally sure. attractive yes absolutely but for me i don't find him attractive okay because i was gonna say in my opinion and i mean this is calling the like whatever i feel like he has a weird shaped head <laughs> it's like big yeah it's too big or something i don't know <laughs> it's Maybe just, just i don't me. know he's too i don't know too basic looking i guess he uh um, yeah yeah doesn't look like he's got a motorcycle, a felony, um, potential face tattoos. <laughs> so it's right. not my, yeah, not, not, my type not your type. Exactly. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so anyway, he eventually asks for her number and she gives it to him. Another bad idea, you know, seeing what happens later. Uh, the next day while she's walking around the city with Molly, she honestly doesn't really believe the way it happened. Um, and she also says that he's probably married, LOL. Um, and I'm saying Molly says this. So, yeah, Molly's already on to the suspicions. You know, she's like, she's being the real true friend. Like, this mm-hmm. doesn't especially because right. he doesn't have social media and stuff yep. either, yep. or claims he doesn't. Yeah, that's the next huge red flag to her. So, so Noah finally goes on a date with Steve, their first date. Um, they kind of have a nice little back and forth. He's charming. She's charming. Um, he says that he's a doctor who works in plastic surgery. Ha ha. <laughs> the bartender of which Noah knows him. Gives Noah an entire bowl of maraschino cherries, which I love for her. Good for her, right? <laughs> that is a good for her also. Yeah. yeah. Noah gives up the details that she doesn't really have any family. They progressively get drunk throughout the night, and there are some nice shots of Noah in a mirror looking at him, and it sort of gives perspective of them not being on the same playing field. You know, typical, just play with mirrors. It's it's a fun thing. So they go to Noah's place and proceed to have sex. They wake up in bed together, and Noah takes a photo of Steve before he wakes up. After a nice hot shower, she calls Molly and tells her about it all. And that's when Molly's freaked out that he doesn't have an online presence, like Courtney said. So, so yeah, there's more tight shots of mouth things happening. Um, Steve claims that he doesn't eat animals. Jesus Christ. As Noah offers him <laughs> some short ribs. He's like, nah, dude, that ain't good enough for me. <laughs> Fucking A. <clears throat> so Steve asks about her friend Molly and who she is as a person, too. He then tells her that they should dance. And there's a cute little dance number with the two of them. Steve suggests that they get out of town for a little while, but then, or, but when Noah tells Molly this the next day, Molly's already weirded out by it again, you know, triple, triple threat, man, triple red flags. Um, I was going to ask you like the first time watching this, did you have your suspicions of Steve pretty early on? Um, yeah, I, it's it, cause it always goes that way. It's kind of, like no matter how charming True. the character is usually like it's a little bit predictable True. um 
but going into the movie, I didn't know what the plot was. I didn't know anything about it. Mm. Um, so I, I kind of had the benefit of the doubt for him because I like him as a character. Yeah. Um, cause even when he is like all of that comes out and like you find out <laughs> what he's the kind of person he is, it's still kind of hard not to hate him. Cause like he's still pretty charming. Yeah, he's um, pretty charming. He's, he's a piece charismatic. Of shit, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a but charismatic he has, piece of shit. Yes, exactly. But he still has like a little bit of charm to him. Yeah. Um, same with like Norman Bates. We were talking about oh, that yeah. when we did Psycho. I'm true, like, you can't true. hate him. Yep, my yeah. mom when she texts me she's like poor norman with the like uh, exactly, extreme yes. sad face <laughs> yeah exactly um but yeah i i had like a hunch that there was going to be something about him and then it happened i was like god damn it steve yeah and i feel like it happens pretty early on you know they definitely show some stuff as to what's happening so yeah they hint at it so um so steve picks her up one day to head out for their trip and he says that the surprise for her is that they are going to cottage grove um whatever that means honestly we get a nice aerial shot of where they're at revealing to us that they are nowhere near the city so uh-oh yeah um another question i just want to it's gonna be me asking you a lot of questions could you see yourself in this position genuinely yes Okay. Unfortunately, I could, um, especially like with like meeting people on dating apps, for instance, like mm-hmm. it is hard. I think just dating in general, like because a lot of dating nowadays, like you're meeting people unorganically, you're meeting them like on social media, you're meeting them through dating apps. Um, and like clearly she's had a bunch of shitty dates leading up to she hates dating um and she's like looking just to like have a connection with someone and build a relationship with someone yeah um and so steve comes along he checks off all of the boxes like he's not he doesn't come off as a weirdo he comes off as like a trustworthy person he's like Mm -hmm. hanging out at her house taking her out wants to go on like a weekend getaway seems like he's serious about her um and i think she was trusting of that because he wasn't like anybody else. Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel like for like myself and probably a lot of other people, um, we find ourselves in similar situations, which is terrifying. Um, Right. Cause I feel like I, like I have put myself in positions where like dangerous things could happen. Exactly. Um, Cause you don't know people like you feel like you do, like you can spend however many, like days with them you can go on however many dates but you truly don't know what people's real intentions are and that goes both ways even like serial killers a lot of their families never Mm -hmm. fucking knew they claim they never knew what was going on yeah it's like terrifying being a person honestly yeah true (laughs) moral of the story yes just fuck being humans this is all yeah (laughs) let's go be um freaking meatball yeah exactly dude so Noah asks if he has Wi-Fi at this crazy house, and he's like, fuck, it must have gone out again. Um, not good signs at all. He makes them a couple of drinks, and he asks her what flavor she is tasting. A great way to get her to keep drinking, of course. And as she is guessing the flavors that she's tasting, she starts to realize that she's been drugged. And we finally get the fresh title card as she collapses, and he gets up to make himself another drink. I love that title card. It's so freaking perfect. Yep, it, it really is. And it's about... I think it's like 35 minutes in. It's pretty deep in. Yeah. Where yeah. they finally are like, well, this is the plot. This is what's happening. Yeah. Gotta love it, right? 
So Noah wakes up and she thinks that she just passed out the night before. She asks what happened and Steve says he drugged her, to which she laughs at. But then she finally realizes that she's chained up. Noah starts hyperventilating and asks if he's going to rape her. And he says, no, he likes her. So Steve yells at her and he tells her that he is going to sell her meat. He says that he knows people who are into weird shit. And he tells her that he's going to keep her alive as long as possible. Steve also claims that he's a fantastic cook too. Jesus Christ. This guy. <laughs> so, he's right. But yeah, technically, yes. At what cost? $30,000, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's on the lower end because that's yeah, no longer alive. <laughs> yeah, true. So Molly calls her and leaves her a message. Um, quote unquote, Noah texts her back and she says that she's in Cottage Grove and has sent a beautiful picture of a waterfall. So back at the ranch, Noah is screaming when another girl next to her in another room tells her that he can't hear her. This girl says that she's been there for a while now. Noah asks her if her family is searching for her, and this girl says that she doesn't really have any family that would search for her. There's also another girl there named Melissa, who she has by this point lost her mind. Because she's lost a lot of other pieces of her, obviously. <laughs> so crazy, dude. Um, At the office, Molly is searching some stuff like Steve's name and all that. She has another text exchange with, obviously, Steve pretending to be Noah, and Molly... Uh, reverse image searches the photo that was sent to her, which is revealed to be a stock image, basically. So Molly's already on the hunt, essentially. Dude, we gotta love Molly. Like, fuck yeah, man. We all need Molly. That's a good friend. It it really is, dude, because like I'd hope everyone would kind of have a friend like this, right? But Mm -hmm. she's like a sleuth, man. She's like, no, 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 I ain't going with this. Like, we're gonna figure this the fuck out and see what's going on. And I love that. So now cut to Steve is preparing a leg from somebody. He's like jamming out and like listen to good music and stuff. And he's like dancing in the kitchen. Uh, he's like vacuum sealing all the leg steaks. Oh man. Um, he's it's so, yeah, it's, it's a lot, dude. So he starts packaging up the meat to the clients that he's sending out to inside of the box. He puts like bras and used panties, quote unquote, whatever, probably. And stuff like that. Like a photo, I think of them, like just weird, creepy, Stuff that rich white people like Elon Musk probably get into, you know? <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's dude. true. I feel like Elon Musk has definitely tried human meat at some point in his life, dude. We just don't know <laughs> <about it. laughs> so Steve gives Noah a plate of food and she refuses to eat it. She says that she needs to take a shower. As they walk upstairs, Noah is figuring out her exit strategy and all that. Um, she gives an honest try at escaping and it clearly doesn't work. So sadly, in turn... Steve gives her an epidural and cuts her Courtney cheeks off. And <laughs> there's some, <laughs> there's some cool shots of his reflection reflection in her pupils. So there's at, some really cool shots of this movie. There really are, dude. Yeah. There's some unique stuff. I tried to point as many as I could out. Um, yeah. It, it shot well. And I think everything is very intentional. That's what's cool about mm-hmm. it. You know? So <clears throat> later on, Molly goes to see the bartender from earlier, Paul. Molly used to date him, which is just a little fun fact, you know, um, doesn't really play a huge part, I guess. But so Molly is there to ask him for some information, though, like to try to get Steve's last name or something like that. But he doesn't really give it to her right away. So back to Noah, she's eating some food when Penny is asking about her, how her ass is doing. Penny is the neighbor in the other room, um, the one that isn't insane yet. 
They both claim that they want to hurt him, as in Steve. Noah says that she feels stupid because of the entire situation, and Penny tells her that it's not their fault that they're in the situation at all. And it's also revealed that Noah actually had sex with Steve, which, according to Penny, none of the girls, none of the other girls ever did. So she's special. Paul sends Molly his name, and when she searches it, it's revealed that Steve is married and has kids too. Um, also, I don't know if you caught it, but like on when Molly's searching it on Steve's wife's Facebook page, there's like a Blue Lives Matter post. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Gotta love I it. No, I saw it. that. I didn't catch it the first few times that I yeah, saw it no, before, but I caught either. it today. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the fucking thin blue line on the flag. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, I was like, here we course. are. <laughs> it would be, right? Oh my gosh. So while Noah is using the bathroom, Penny is dragged by Noah's uh past Noah's room to the operating room. Molly goes to Steve's actual house, but she isn't too sure exactly what to do and she tells paul that she's there um then back to steve he's bringing noah a nice little cocktail with a bunch of extra cherries and he also begins to vent to her about his rough day quote unquote and noah asks why he slept with her and he tells her that it was a mistake so she i think at this point noah is able to kind of tell like i've got a one-up on this guy yeah. He actually slept with me. He cheated on well, she doesn't know this at the point, but you know, she yeah. just knows something's off with him. And about that he it. has like actual because you could tell he has feelings for her. Right. Yeah. I mean, we weren't able to see Steve interact with Penny or Melissa or any of these yeah. other previous women, but yeah, exactly. So so Noah is reading a magazine, and in the spine of it, one of the old girls who used to be there wrote that if they're reading this, then that means Steve likes them and that they just need to keep fighting. Uh, Noah talks to Penny finally, and she doesn't feel herself anymore. And by the way, if I haven't made this clear yet, kind of like Courtney said in the beginning, all these scenes with Penny, um, we don't know like what she looks like or what state she's in. But um, yeah, it's just like yeah, hearing just her. Hear her voice. Yeah, exactly. But Noah tells her to stay strong. So Molly finally goes up to the door and speaks with Steve's husband, um, Anne. She tells her that she thinks Noah was seeing her husband. And then quick cut back to the ranch. Noah asks uh, Steve what it tastes like, as in like meat. And he tells her how it's prepared, of course, and also depends on where it comes from. He says if it's done correctly, that it's fucking exquisite. <laughs> Which... I don't know where I've heard this. I listen to weird, like like 30 morbid minutes is a good podcast. If you're into like dark, weird, morbid stuff. And I think they did an episode on cannibalism one time. And from what they said or something I heard online, people who have eaten human meat have said it's not good. So yeah, that's what I've heard too. Yeah. So I don't know, but also, you know, it's a movie and, he also does prepare it like a fucking five-star chef or whatever. Yeah, so. <laughs> he does. <laughs> so at this point, we know that Noah is playing a game with him, but he doesn't realize that. And back at the house, Steve's wife claims that she doesn't know anything about that situation. And actually, Steve comes home and introduce, introduces himself to Molly as Brendan. He says that she probably has the wrong house. And this cheeky little shit... While they're walking out, Molly decides to call Noah's phone just out of the blue, which Steve is ironically actually carrying in his coat pocket. So naturally, 
Steve's wife, Anne, hits Molly over the head and knocks her out. So now we got Molly involved as well, which sucks. So Steve, I like that transition though, when they hit her and then it like the screen flips and then it shows um, the bartender like holding the phone, trying to text her. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's a cool, like you said, dude, really cool shots in this movie for sure. So Steve goes into Noah's cell and asks her why she asked him about the meat. So he tells her that they can have dinner. He also brought her a nice outfit change into. Um, and Paul is eating some dinner in his car when he looks up Molly's location that she sent him earlier. And it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. And she isn't answering any texts or anything. They're actually it, for iPhone people. It's green bubbles, which means, you know, that connection is like no longer there. So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> At the happy home, Steve's wife, Anne, is getting ready for bed while she asks him how work was, and he says that he will be home late the day after since they just got some new product, as in Molly. Um, Steve tells her good teamwork with the Molly thing, and as Anne takes her pants off, it's revealed that she has a false leg, kind of insinuating to us that maybe she was a part of the meat market. Um, Well, did you catch, uh, because the... um... The note that was written in that magazine, the name is his wife's name. Oh, my God. See, there it is, dude. See? Yep. Putting it all together. Okay. Yeah. So that she was favorited by or favored by Steve enough to where he wiped her up, basically, even after cutting her up. But I guess that is an interesting concept. Like, what would have happened if Noah didn't do, like, what she does later in the story? Mm -hmm. Uh, Hmm. That's yeah, that's interesting because maybe he would have just like let her loose with no ass, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just an assless girl in the world. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> <laughs> so then cut to a shot of Steve on a run with his perfect fucking legs, of course. You know, it's it's such a nice like play by play of Anne in the shower with like a stump of a leg, essentially, when then it cuts straight to Steve on a run, dude. Like, like his a shot of his legs. I know. Love it. That's so, wild. Yep. Yep. So after his run, Steve gets a slice of human jerky. No big deal. Just comes home, gets in the fridge, gets some uh, water, looks at the other human meat that's in his fridge. And like, they have two kids. So like, are they eating human meat too? That's fucking bonkers, dude. The fuck is wrong with these white people? <laughs> <laughs> white people doing white people shit. Yes, dude. As they do. As they do. Um, Then there's a shot of him like cutting up some ribs of someone with a chainsaw and then putting it into a meat grinder. Yummy. So also judging by the, the, how the timeline is gone when Noah first got there, Melissa was still alive. And by the end of it, like later on when they go on that date, I think he says Melissa's no longer. So I think he's been kind of working on Melissa and that's like, that was her leg earlier and now it's her like rib cage. So Melissa is no longer. So Steve brings Noah upstairs and cooks a meal for her. He tells her that the first time he had human meat was at like 19 or something. He said, I think, and that it was that it like changed his life. So Noah asks him if it's only women that he eats. And he says, yeah, women taste better. And that's like what the market provides, I guess. Fun discussions for real. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) We're talking like it's a real business. Yeah, exactly, dude. So anyway, Steve uh, puts some pasta with a meatball in front of her, and Noah knows that she has to eat it in order to get her way, like to to 
to get out, dude, you know? Um, so she takes a bite and has a quick little like mental breakdown of the entire situation, like a play by play of like gross white dudes eating meat, all gross. And like that this person lived a life. It's just, it's just a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Steve then tells her that it's a $30,000 meal and that the person they're eating, her name was hope. So that's that. There's a lot of mouth sounds. Like we said, um, especially from here on out, it's just a lot going on, dude. So, Steve finally puts her back in her cell and he says he knows she's special because she's fucked up as well. Steve grabs Molly to take a piece of her, I suppose. Um, Noah spends a while vomiting the human meat out of her belly because why? I mean, how could you fathom like digest? I know. Imagine just like laying there and having that in your stomach. Dude, seriously. Yep. Would you do it for a million dollars? Eat like human meat? Yeah. I mean... I don't know. That's such a, are we really doing this? <laughs> <laughs> a million bucks. I'm curious. It's like, if it was like consenting and like, or like, I don't know, dude. Sure. I guess. Would you? <laughs> um, Like, what if it was like, um, what if it was like, we, we kind of hit a point in the world where like humans, when they died, they can choose to donate their body for meat. What if it was like that? And like we we we're on the trial run, Courtney. Court, we're uh, on the trial run. Court, court and Jen's <laughs> yeah. trial running. <laughs> and we are meat. offered a million dollars to be like the trial people. Like here's the the foot meat, you know, like pig soup, but like, you know. <laughs> then I would be time. just like freaking Steve, right? I don't eat animals, but I eat human. Yeah, I would do it for a million dollars. I think yeah, I think there's certain instances, yeah. right? But that's, like, a, that's a lot of money. I would do it. <laughs> think a lot of people would sadly but what does that say about our economy bro <laughs> i know isn't that fucked up oh man all right well uh while penny and noah are talking about the fact that they think someone new is there the camera pans over to penny's room and it shows us that she's missing a leg and has a head wrap so penny's definitely halfway out she's she's getting closer to him like killing her yeah her demise yes exactly <clears throat> So Steve gives Noah a gift in a box. It's a pink dress. He also gives her some makeup and stuff like that. And he says he's going to pick her up at seven for a date. LOL. Um, Noah is looking in the mirror, practicing her smile, which you got to love. Cause she's just, you know, know. she's just got to do it, dude. Yeah. So full send. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to think if I should save this question until the end. I think I will. So Yeah. Uh, Steve makes a nice dinner for them. For starters, it's pate. It's Melissa's liver on toast. <laughs> it is so gross, dude. I've never even had that pate. Is so in fucking nasty. Yeah. Me neither. Exactly. So what the fuck? I'd be like, um, okay, cool. Starting pate with human liver. Sick. Um, but yeah, Noah is like definitely killing the acting game for sure. She's definitely on on one, dude. So, uh, it's funny because she actually calls him out that the name is boring, honestly, because she's like. Or once he says that it's Melissa, she starts laughing and she's like, Melissa is such a boring name. <clears throat> so, um, and they laugh about it for a little bit. Steve shows her the wall of personal effects. So it's like behind that crazy painting from earlier. There's like a bunch of boxes with like photos of all the girls and some little belongings like bras and shit like that. Like their phones. It's weird and creepy, of course. 
And Noah asks where her stuff is, and he says that it's with him. Noah sees Molly's phone case, so now she knows that Molly is sadly there as well. Back at the dinner, they're on to the first official course or whatever, and it's breast meat. Noah tells a funny joke. You saved the breast for last. Ha ha. <clears throat> Fucking weirdos, bro. At this point, I was like, <laughs> it's not funny because I know she's just trying to like get through it. But like at the same time, I'm like, bro, I, I couldn't do it. I'd be dead or whatever, you know? So, <laughs> so um, Noah begins to cry and tell Steve that she feels it's all so confusing. She says that she feels bad because she doesn't feel awful about eating human meat. Steve kisses her and tells her he knew that she was different than everyone else. Um, and then Steve is like, haha, I forgot to handcuff you. So Noah asks if he wants to dance with her. So naturally they dance. So now in Steve's bedroom, she's about to blow him off when she actually bites his dick off and smears toothpaste <laughs> in his eyes. We love to see it. I Honestly, love to see it. Dude, we do. And honestly, with all the mouth sounds with the food, how dope would it have been if we got like a nice little mouth sound of her biting his dick off? <laughs> that would have been sick, dude. Squelching sound. Yes. <laughs> we loved it, dude. Um, <laughs> she locks him in his room with her handcuffs because she got out and she goes downstairs to release Molly and Penny. Steve finally escapes the room and is like walking around screaming, you fucking bitch, whatever, all this stuff. Um, he's, he's trying to find Noah, of course, before she like gets out, <clears throat> he hears the dumbwaiter. And when he opens the door, Penny is in there and she kicks him with her one, one leg left. And then Molly attacks him from around the corner. And then Noah attacks him. It's, it's pretty badass, dude. There's a lot going on. They all definitely fuck him up for sure. Not without a fight. Like he, he fights back for sure. And he fucks him up, but they, they definitely get him. They get him to the ground. She's got a a meat mallet and everything just straight to the fucking jaw. Like it's, it's pretty great. But of course, like here's, here's my one thing. And I think you'll agree. I think all horror nerds will agree. The double tap, dude. Why did we not kill this guy? Like literally his head should look like the pate, you know, <laughs> I agree For real. You. dude, yeah. like dude, full support Courtney. If this ever happens to you, bro, his body can look like fucking Gumby. Just flatten that shit. You know, <laughs> Like, dude, we'll send it so you get out of this shit. What the fuck? I was so, like, that's the one thing I've always been like, why? Why didn't they just full send it right there? They had the upper hand. He was knocked out. Like, they could have, there was, like, everything in the kitchen. Get the knives. Get the fucking meat hammer. Everything. The whole shebang. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's a movie. And, like, I get it. I get it. So. So Paul shows up to the house, believe it or not. Um, The girls are, like, escaping when Steve yells after Noah. So he's. He's ready to fight still, man. He's no dick, but he's he's going. Um, Steve starts shooting a gun into the woods toward them. And once Paul hears that, he says, I'm out, man. And I didn't really write this note, but like, I remember the first time I watched it, that was super a big deal to me because I was like. It kind of shows I think it's a commentary on how a lot of guys will let things slide like he knew something was going on with molly and he went mm-hmm. all the way out there to go help her but then as soon as it came to like him being affected by it he said no i think i'm out and that was like yeah. so abrupt that that's where his story ended i just remember him getting in his car and leaving and i was like yeah 
damn, that's fucking crazy. So I think I it's know, definitely commentary. All that too. Yeah, dude. I think it's definitely a huge commentary on like men's complacency to problematic behaviors for sure. So um, next thing you know, Anne, Steve's wife and someone who like helps with the business pulls up and sees the entire scene that there's blood everywhere and everything in the house. She calls his phone and sees that it's just put into a box, which she seems pretty upset about. Um, maybe it's like, I don't really know. Like she just seems pretty upset about it. So, uh, meanwhile in the woods, Steve is just shooting rounds all over man, uh, shooting blanks for sure. And the girls like best him and beat him to shit again. And then Noah puts a bullet in his head. So she asks for a smile. He smiles and she shoots him in the face, which we actually see it and everything. It's pretty graphic, but it's awesome. Wild times. That yeah. yeah and that bloody smile. Ugh. Right, right. It's that bonkers, he just gets dude. his head blown to smithereens. Yeah, dude. We love to see it. Yep. Um so I'll ask that question that I had before I read my last note. I was going to say, I kind of realized the question this, this watch through, like, did you ever personally, maybe on your first watch or something, think or at all consider that Noah was actually like into all of this or like that the ending wasn't going to go South. Like it, it just did or that they, and maybe that they were going to like maybe live happily ever after basically. Oh, did like did I think that she was actually like into syndrome it. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. Okay. Did you? Yeah, me neither. But it did cross my brain this watch through. I was like, oh, you know what? I bet a lot of people kind of potentially think that she's like turning. Yeah, yeah, but they don't realize that she's just doing a killer job of acting. You know, they they have to play that yeah. because it's a it's an actress acting in a movie, so it's like they had to play yeah. that right. And I can guarantee, like. If I were like, hey, mom, watch this. She's always like the out because I know my mom doesn't listen to this. But like if I were to be like, mom, watch this movie, she'd be like, oh, I thought that girl was going to switch over and become a, you know, a <laughs> person or something. You know, I just yep. know the fact that some people would think that. So, but yes. Cool. Um, Let's see. Last note, dude. So the girls are trying to find a way to escape or like whatever. They're like trying to look for a car or something. Um, Noah realizes that she needs to get her phone, which is she dropped it back at the near the house and she finds Steve's dead body and she doesn't really seem too bothered about it. Noah goes back and finds her phone in the woods. And right when she's about to like call nine one one or something, um, Anne comes up to her acting like a victim herself, but she's all like, but like Noah can tell dude. She's like, no, there's no fucking way. Cause like you're clean cut. There's nothing wrong with you. And, uh, <clears throat> And as she gets closer to her, she just tries to choke her out. Um, I don't really know Anne's like progression as a character because do you think she's kind of the what what is it called when um what you just said when like a victim Chocolate syndrome? Yeah. Do you think that that's like she's that portrayal, maybe? Because she's so in Yeah. Time? Yep, I felt like that. And like she knew what he was doing of course because she was part mm -hmm. of it at one point so she's like kind of doing his dirty work for him too she just bashed that girl over the head yeah um, exactly but it was a weird like a weird way that she reacted that i couldn't figure out and i still don't really know um why but she because she was like oh thank you for 
finally freeing us, whatever. But then she's like trying to strangle her and kill her. Yeah, that's that's it's, kind of the one thing. Yeah, like I don't know if she was a bit doing, odd. Yeah, I don't know if she was doing it in the sense of just to get close to her and like so that she could choke her out. I I think ultimately, Anne, right now, like she was pulled into this by Steve. Okay, she's not. Mm-hmm. She's still a victim in my book, and yeah. I I know you agree. So oh, yeah. the fact that she is now her husband is dead. And she sees like all this, these loose ends, basically all these girls who are about to escape her thought process is like, this is not fair to me because it's going to fall on me. He was my husband. You know, I, I don't know. I still, I still consider her a, a victim, sadly, you know, I just do. Mm-hmm. Um, It is a little odd intentions of like what she's about to do and stuff, but still ultimately victim in my book. So, um, but one thing that Anne didn't know is that Noah actually had some keys in like her, uh, dress in the front of her dress. And when she pulls them out, she starts stabbing Anne in the neck a bunch of times. And Anne is like, you bitch. It's pretty funny. And then right when Anne is about to like attack her, Molly comes up. And finishes Anne in with a fucking shovel. Oh, hell bro. yeah, she does. Fuck yeah, she does, dude. She does what I was saying earlier that they should have done to Steve at the house, you know? So, yeah, she just beats her fucking head in, dude. So, it's more shenanigans. Um, And then it's funny because they kind of sit up against a tree and Noah's like, who the hell is that? And Molly's like, Steve's wife. And then Noah's like, he's married? <laughs> and Molly says, like, he was. He was married. Um, I love that reaction. She's like, he's fucking Me married too. after all this, dude. Oh my God. And um, after that, yeah, they kind of exclaim their love, their best friend love for each other and the credits roll and the heads will roll. Cause that's the song. And then someone got a text from a guy named Chad and it says you up. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. How did I miss the right? That <laughs> that's like the best freaking ending. It is dude. Cause it's so true. Yeah. Is that, um? was that meant to be that guy from the beginning? Um, I can't remember what his name is. Let me look. I'm gonna have to look that up because that's really funny. If that's I the could case. see them playing that game. I could, sure. yeah. Let's see if. Yep, it is. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Funny. He's like, he's still. Yep, he just wants that's even to put better. his dick in something. Wow, <laughs> I love yep. that dude. Well, that's the movie, man, and and definitely a solid pick, man, for sure. It's it's a solid movie. Um. I'm glad that you picked it. I'm glad that we got to like talk about it, you know, because definitely like you said, your, your other pick Beetlejuice. I'm, I, I'm not going to try to be a stick in the mud. I just don't really understand that movie. Like a lot of people do, you know? Yeah. Um. So I'll do my best with that one, but I definitely am glad that we kind of ended your stuff with this. And I guess, um, do you have anything else to add before we rate this bitch, even though you already did? I don't think so. <laughs> I know I did. I gave it away. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. Okay, cool. Well, then let's just get into the cause of death. Um, You already gave yours, so four out of four from court. Uh, I mean, sorry, five out of five. What the fuck am I talking <laughs> I was like, about? Are I'm... we changing the scale? <laughs> <laughs> the last the last four episodes, it's, it's, we're changing it for no reason. Um, let's do four out of fours. Yeah, let's do out of fours. 
it's four out of four for me dude that throws my shit off so bad <laughs> i know I'm so confused um my my rating is a four out of five i definitely okay that's yeah good. i definitely thoroughly enjoy this movie um i think it's a super good movie and obviously you know you guys know me i'm not going to explain myself all the time but like you know me it's like hard to get a uh like a five out of five for me is is mm-hmm. incredibly rare and then i i'd say a five out of five for you too is rare shit too though like i'm not it you is. know the only one so yeah it's it's um it's a good time dude i don't know what else to say it's solid movie if you like well shot film and like um stuff with good intentions like i think it's like got a really strong message built into it so overall four out of five for me five out of five from courtney definitely high rated for sure dude i'm excited to see next week your rating with my first pick which is the invisible man because like i'm excited too you're yeah dude like i know you're not as into the black and white classic stuff like as much as i am mm-hmm. you like it but you don't love it like this boy does so i'll definitely be curious to see have you ever seen the invisible man honestly um i've never seen the that one i've seen the remake yeah that makes sense or what i don't even know like i don't know it, yeah yeah remake, it is but With, like the uh, newer yeah. okay Yep, it's a good one for sure. It's they're solid films, and the first one is like, or like the original is like way, 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 way different. Just throwing that out there. I'd say The Invisible Man is also like a very good for her film. Um, I really like that movie too. We we did that before you got on the podcast, right? Because I know we covered uh, it, but I don't remember you being on it. No, it was um an episode that you and Chanel did while I was on vacation. I think. Oh yeah, dude, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think you were on the pod, but yep, you're right. Chanel and I did that. So good times. It, it's a good movie too. Yeah, but we're talking the original. I should just fucking look it up, dude. 1930 something, bro. 1936 is my guess. I'm probably that is very wild. Right? A hundred years ago. <laughs> 1933. All right. That's so sad. even yep, even older than that. So get ready for that. I'm pumped for it. Um, do you have any last things to say about this movie? Um, if you haven't seen it, please watch it tonight. Yeah, it's on or Hulu and has been since that's where it was first released and everything. So Hulu is your place to watch it. Okay. Um, you ready for an outro? I am. All right. Well, um, that was, all right, guys, that was, uh, Fresh from 2022, directed by Mimi Cave. Um, if you guys want to follow me online, you can find me on Instagram and Letterboxd at Jensen Harper. You can find Courtney on Instagram at Little Sky Dancer. If you want to follow us as a podcast together, you can follow us or you can find us on Instagram at The Fright Crew. Courtney, what should the listener do for us? Well, they can just give us a virtual hug and send us off with a kind farewell um they can rate and review us if they'd like yeah if you'd like to i mean you know at this point it's kind of pointless no i'm kidding i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) instead we just would like to to hear some some stuff yep exactly so um if i were to say anything 
stay eating human meatballs for sure <laughs> for sure what this else are you sad. doing <laughs> I, i'm getting sadder as as time goes on i'm like this is the last few times we're ever gonna say that wow, um i know three more times yeah. after this it's crazy what can i say well um yeah stay stay human meatball <laughs> and uh love you bye love you bye <laughs>